Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Black women, aren't you tired of the propaganda of us being viewed as strong, but not soft, masculine, but not feminine, combative, but not pleasant. And this is what our men are saying about us. In the black community, we were taught to be strong and educated, but not soft and feminine. Get on your feminine journey and join me on YouTube at Mrs. Danielle DeVita, my podcast, Feminine Energy with Danielle DeVita, or you can just book a session by going to mymentor.life forward slash Danielle DeVita. Get on your feminine journey today. Hello to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa and South Africa, and to my listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As you know, I'm Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, you know we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, or whatever it is you prefer to drink, and join me for the next few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about this uh, uh, black man, or father, I should say, and son, along with this black real estate agent, ladies and gentlemen, who were uh, handcuffed and put into a squad car at gunpoint simply for showing off a house and giving a walk through ladies and gentlemen that's right you heard me say it it seems like it's a crime ladies and gentlemen to be a, a black person in the divided snakes of america i gotta say it because you can't walk out your door without uh some type of uh of uh, wrongdoing happening to you, especially from these law enforcement race soldiers. So we're going to get right into this story, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we do a little housekeeping, because you know it's a must that we keep the uh, studios of Chilling with Teddy G clean with the uh, Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107, as allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit education or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I think, you know what, it just, I face the fact that it seems to be a crime to be black in America because there's just so much that happens to us simply for, for, for doing our jobs or enjoying our day. We can't take a walk. We can't ride our bikes. We can't drive our cars without getting harassed in some type of shape, form, or fashion. Now, this story is talking about this, uh, 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 this black father and his son and a black realtor, um, this real estate agent had uh, had taken matters into their own hands by filing a uh, lawsuit on uh, October 1st against the uh, Wyoming, Michigan uh, uh, six police officers and a Wyoming uh, police chief after being ordered by police out of the residence that they were looking at and they were handcuffed 
uh, according to uh, uh, CNN. Now, in the lawsuit, they they seeking unspecified damages on five counts, accusing the uh, the six uh, police officers of infringing upon their civil rights. And we know that this is the case. Now, this may be according to CNN, but come on, ladies and gentlemen, we know these things is, is happening today. Uh, on on a uh, I mean every day on a on a frequent basis, okay. Period. Now this also includes this intentional um, infraction of a false imprisonment and emotional distress, and we all know that that is the uh, case because it happens in every other case where we deal with issues like this. Now let's go to um, uh, B and C and get their uh, side of uh, reporting on this story. All right, now who could forget this video? Check this out. Over the summer, we told you about a black realtor, his black client, and his client's black son, all handcuffed and put into squad cars while on a house tour. It happened in Wyoming, Michigan, and the issue? A neighbor thought that they were actually going to rob the place and called police. And now, you guessed it, they're all suing. So this all started with a phone call by a concerned or nosy neighbor nosy. with a bad set of facts. Our justice correspondent Candace Kelly is here to tell us a little bit more about this and kind of break it down. So, uh, Candace, this lawsuit was just filed. What are they suing for? Well, they are suing for a number of things, Shannon. And as you said, this was just a simple day of house hunting that turned into all of a sudden police surrounding a home that they thought was eventually going to end up in a standoff. It was simply a father and his son that were looking at a home. Now, at this point, since they were arrested, they, be, they will be suing for federal civil rights violations, as well as false imprisonment, as well as infliction of emotional distress, because all of this was just a very traumatic experience. And once again, the uh, client's son was there. A 15-year-old son was there, and he said that he didn't know what was going on. He was scared, he was frightened, and certainly all of them, especially in this particular climate, they were scared and frightened too. No word yet on how much they're going to sue for, but we've seen this happen. Um, a case was settled in Cincinnati, Ohio, for about $151,000 a couple of years ago. And this isn't uncommon, unfortunately, that this would happen. And a lot of people who saw this happen, they said they obeyed the cops' orders, they followed directions well, and that if this was a white family, that this would have never happened. It followed to the point where they actually were put in handcuffs and put into a police car, and they did not believe them when they said, hey, I'm a realtor showing a house. So the police are actually standing behind their officers. They are. As they always do when it comes to them doing the um, wrong thing to... Uh, melanated individuals. They're going to always stand behind there because that's what they do. Their job is to harass and to uh, humiliate, um, to try to uh, um, incarcerate. We just uh, have to be thankful and blessed that these three individuals weren't killed in some type of modern-day lynching because we know that's what these law enforcement race soldiers do on a constant basis. So they can thank their lucky stars, ladies and gentlemen, that they was able to walk away from this and be able to sue because we know even though you're complying, 
right? And you're following their orders and their directives that you still risk the possibility of being gunned down. And you know the story that they're going to give behind that is what? That they feared for their life. We didn't see it happen all too often, ladies and gentlemen. So I say, you know, they were blessed that they have the opportunity to be able to sue these uh, uh, Michigan police officers and not us going or reporting on their deaths. They are. They are saying that based upon the set of facts that they were given, and then they got a phone call, as you said, bad facts from probably a nosy neighbor who said that he saw them break into the home, which we know was not true because obviously the realtor had the key code and they gingerly went into the home, but that's how he reported it. He said they saw them break into the home and that this home was broken into a week before and that these were repeat offenders and he had recognized them. So these were a set of bad facts that the police officers had acted on. That's what the police officers are saying as well as those people who are in charge of them saying that in, in accordance with the facts they acted reasonably uh, in response to this of course there's going to be more in terms of looking into this for example if they were coming outside with their hands drawn why were there five and six police officers surrounding all the way around the home with their with their um with their guns drawn when they didn't because they thought that they had the opportunity to kill some black people i'm gonna tell you why I tell you, G going to just tell it just like it is. And that nosy neighbor, ladies and gentlemen, who I'm probably assuming was a, a Mzungu, he tried to call in their murder. That's exactly what he tried to do. Just thank God that it didn't happen that way. And those law enforcement race soldiers, they were ready for that. This is the reason why they had their guns drawn even before they called the realtor and his client out of the house. There didn't seem to be any type of potential threat. And I think that once that more evidence is uncovered, we will see more mistakes by the police because there was no threat to them at that point to have their guns drawn. In addition to that, the father, son, and the realtor on this day, they said that the police did not announce themselves, didn't say what they were doing there, which is the normal not. cause of action in terms of what police have to, have to do in terms of protocol. Of course not, because they thought that they had the opportunity to kill some black people. I have to keep it real, y'all. You know here at the studio, the chilling, chilling with Teddy G, we don't put no sugar on nothing. We don't put no frosting on it, okay? This this entire thing is covered in, in, in uh, mayonnaise. Because we know for a fact that they thought that they had the opportunity to kill, murder, lynch some people that were simply going about the daily activities of trying to purchase a home. Now, I tell you one thing, I bet you, I guarantee they're going to get uh, a good bag out of this lawsuit and they're going to be able to get them a better house than the one that they were looking at. And I sure wouldn't get it in that community where the neighbor, before we you even move in, was trying to get you uh, lynched modern day style by these law enforcement race soldiers. Well, now the three men are asking for a jury trial. Why are they asking for that specifically? And is it possibly, will they get more money that way? How, what, what difference does it make? 
Yeah, you know, I think a couple of things happened. When people asked specifically for a jury trial, they want it to be a case that people see unfolding. I mean, imagine if we were unable to see the Chauvin case unfold in the public. I think that they are saying we want to be an example. We want to be the people who are out there, who other people can see so that they can say, this shouldn't happen to you. Here are the facts. Here, here is the situation. Don't let this happen to you. And hopefully a jury will, you know, give them as much money as they want. As Again, we don't know how much money they are asking for at this point. I'm sure it will be in the millions, though. And at that point, they hope that a jury will decide for them. And they want everybody, the open public, to see exactly what went on. It should definitely, definitely be enough money to buy whatever house they want. That house and that house and and any house. And you know, Shannon, I remember house hunting myself and mm. going to a home, and the homeowner himself saw me go in with the realtor and had a lot of questions. Called back to the realtor's office about ten or eleven times, and she didn't know what was going on. And he was just calling because he was concerned. He didn't know who I was, who I was going to bring. Was I going to bring any males to the house? He was concerned about my black self. That's mm. that's what we know. And I remember the realtor saying, you know, I'm so sorry. I think I know why this happened. I said, oh, I do know exactly why it's happened. And it's just like any other regular Thursday, because that's often what happens when you are profiled. Yeah, so unfortunate. But um, what is the National Association of Realtors saying about all this? So the National Association of Realtors have, has come to the assistance of the realtors saying that racial profiling is unacceptable in this day and age and that they were glad that certainly no one got help, but there's uh, no one got hurt, but certainly there is no room for any of this to happen. So they are taking the side of the realtor because they know what we know, Shannon, that this is not the first time, this won't be the last time. And their procedures from the police and in terms of the realtors and how they inform people that have to be changed along the way so that this doesn't happen in the future. Yeah, that's exactly. But we all know that this is going to happen in the future again. Okay, and I reported on that other story that they was talking about earlier where the in, in uh, the realtor in uh, Cincinnati, uh, Ohio, where he got paid a uh, $151,000, which y'all heard me say, I don't think that was enough. Because they were brought out of that house a lot more aggressively than uh, this uh, Wyoming, Michigan uh, incident. And though, and that was all they got out of it. And I told him, I don't believe that that was enough. And I think that uh, criminal charges should have been brought against those officers in the way that they uh, they manhandled them. Yeah, they did get a bag out of it. But then, when you start doing the deductions from from uh, the law office, uh, the lawyers that handled the case, and and the uh, taxes that come out of it, they didn't walk away with enough, ladies and gentlemen, that would a has um, suited me. You know, I probably wouldn't have settled for that myself. The litigation, if it was me, it would probably still be going on because that bag to me was just not enough of what they went through. Anytime somebody points a gun at you and, and, and snatches you around like they did them guys and handcuffed them and, and whatnot, and all the time, he's a realtor. And when they finally gave him the opportunity, he gave them everything that they needed. His business card, his, his identification, his, his papers on the house. Uh, he knew the, uh, the uh, uh, password or the combination to get the key out so that they could uh, uh, enter the apartment. Because you know these keys are put in these little lock boxes. And you got to know the... Uh, 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 
you have to know the combination in order to be able to open the box and get the key out and go in the house. So that's one reason that always take these realtors some time to uh, get into the household because it's not like the keys are readily available. They're usually in a lockbox and then you got to uh, get the lockbox open and then after that you have to get the door open. And in that particular place in Cincinnati where the door was tight and a little jam, he had to kind of put his shoulder into it, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, be able to get into the house. And I remember the Mazungu that uh, that was across the street, that one that called the law enforcement race soldiers on them, was also a retired uh, police officer. So anyway, I hope they get uh, a lot more out of it than those Cincinnati uh, uh, realtors and the uh, individual who was uh, 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 looking at the property uh, get more than what those guys got. Anyway, y'all, with all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. And I could just uh, 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 tell them guys, you can uh, thank your lucky stars that you were not murdered for simply trying to walk through a house to see if you wanted to buy it. All right. Listen, guys, y'all do your social distancing, because remember what I tell you, you we get, we're living in a new normal now. OK, so your outer gear, your face masks, your face shields, your gloves, your your shoe coverings is the new normal. Your hand sanitizer that you should be having in your house, in your car, in your uh, um, pocket is the new normal. OK, you're washing your hands frequently is the new normal. Removing your clothes immediately when you get in the house if you're outside for any extended amount of time and getting them directly machine washed is the new normal. Bathing uh, right after that and uh, getting yourself cleaned up and freshened up before you decide to relax in your home is the new normal in order to reduce the spread of this virus. Taking care of your immune system is the new normal if you haven't been doing it already. I know we got a lot of conscious individuals out here who have uh, been taking care of themselves and their immune system uh, prior to this uh, uh, pandemic. But we know now that it's a must, especially if you are an individual that may have some type of pre-existing condition. All right. I tell you all these things, guys, because I love you. That's the reason why I tell you these things. Loving you guys is my food. Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And I always will because I got that type of love for my people. Now, with all that being said, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul.